It's like, uh. I don't think watching um, Hereditary today helped me at all, honestly. No. Did you enjoy it? I did, but I'm really afraid of, like, demons. Mm-hmm. So not... I did, like, kind of call what was going to happen, though. Are you serious? Only, like, not, like, right from the beginning, but from about <laughs> three quarters of the way in. <laughs> as soon as she hit that telephone pole, I was like, damn, she's really her brother who's really an ancient god. <laughs> <laughs> no, when um he was in class and he heard the tongue popping, mm-hmm. I was like... Wait, so does that mean she was possessed before? And then I remembered that she said that her grandma always wanted her to be a boy, and I was like, hold up. Yes, okay. Some things are coming together. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that watching horror movies doesn't help my, like, baseline anxiety. I was talking to Mike about this the other day. My, like, top three scariest ones are, like... The scariest one for me is stuff that's about, like, real-life stuff, like serial killers or, like, sickos. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's the scariest for me. Number two is definitely, like, religious horror. Really Mm -hmm. gets to me. And Do demons count as religious horror? Yeah, I would say so. Just anything with, like, you know, uh, a really really religious family especially if it's like isolated you know like yeah i hate that shit and number three would be creepy children i hate creepy children every single story uh horror movie he wants to watch has creepy fucking children in it without fail (laughs) i don't like that because like children are inherently kind of creepy or they can be yeah definitely midsummer doesn't have creepy children in it but it also like isn't super scary which i know is a crazy thing to say it's pretty scary it didn't really scare me that much honestly but compared to hereditary it's not that scary and compared to like a lot of other just because i was like well i would never get in this situation (laughs) and like that's their business you know yeah that's true that movie was just like i was so mad at all the that movie was just a jihad against men Men, yeah, men it was come out of that movie, bonk the movie. looking horrible. <laughs> Bad yeah, I was men. like, good for her. Well, I mean, at least now she has a boyfriend who pays attention to her. Yeah, and a new family. Yeah. She feels appreciated. Honestly, girl boss. Like, <laughs> I, You know what? There were times in my life when if what it took for my boyfriend to pay attention to me was for me to join a cult, I would have been right there. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> no, seriously. I think a lot of people were like find would find that story like relatable. Yeah. Her boyfriend's that's just true. off doing his own fucking thing. Like all the time. He's never checking in with her even though he sort of accidentally dragged her to a foreign country for some shit that he cares about with all of his friends. He like I don't know. She like went through a traumatic personal crisis and he's like, "Okay, but like can we have good sex again? <laughs> you know, like he's just like. Yeah, he steals he like, his friend's thesis ideas, which I think just made it really clear that he is actually a bad person. Yeah, like he was like, oh, I'm doing my PhD, but I haven't picked a thesis topic yet. Like, what? Why are you doing your. How can you even be doing your PhD if you don't have a thesis topic? 
You better sew him into a bear. <laughs> Throw the whole man out. Sew the whole man into a bear. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. I thought I liked that movie. Um, it's a beautiful movie, thematically and visually. I want to live in one of the houses. I, if we have Halloween this year, I want to dress as the maid queen and I want Mike to be sewn into a bear. Oh, that's fun. I like that. <laughs> if we have Halloween this year, I think I'm going to be, um, like, just like myself, but I'll just tell people that I'm possessed. <laughs> okay. But I'll just look normal. It's like a stoner costume. Yeah. You know, it's like a guy who's like, oh, I had a mask on earlier, but I was getting kind of sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, I'm Facebook. Oh, God. I'm a nudist on strike. Uh, oh, kill yourself. <laughs> ironic costumes are the worst. Yeah, I was think I hate anything that's a pun. It's the lowest form of comedy. The That's form not true. Comedy There's worse. And the lowest form of <laughs> um, of Halloween costume. <laughs> the lowest form of Halloween costumes is going as the same thing every year. Oh my god! A just girl who's been a cat for like twelve years. Give it up. Or someone that's Hang just like a whiskers. cheerleader every single year. Hang up the whiskers. The retire. Who's been a cheerleader every year, and it's actually their own old cheerleading outfit, or like a guy who's wearing his own actual like high school football gear. And you're like, oh my god, yeah. you were so close to making it. Because <laughs> like, if you hate Halloween that much, just own it. You know, like, just own that you don't enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's better than no costume. I don't know. Also, maybe this is the year that I give up on being something cute. But scary. <laughs> but slutty. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of boxes you have to take. Cute, but scary, but slutty, but funny. <laughs> Ever since Aggie told me that my looks like Tronk, I think Yzma and Tronk. Is the wave the move? Except for it'll piss me off that he'll get to look hot and I won't. <laughs> you could be hot, Isma. I guess. Okay, true. That's kind of counterintuitive. It doesn't make sense. At least I'll get to wear giant eyelashes. I guess. Um. Did you see that Twitter post where that girl was like, "My mom said, why did you put your eyelashes next to mine in the bathroom? We'll mix them up, bitch. No, we won't." And then it's a picture, and one is like crazy lashes, and one is just like the sparsest, like singular line of like lashes. Literally could have been me and my mom. Honestly, yeah. honestly could have exactly been me and my mom. My mom's been wearing like Maybelline mascara in the same shade of like brick red lipstick for like twenty years. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's all about the consistency. Absolutely. If it works, baby. Keep it going. <laughs> all right. Should we talk about stuff? Now that we've talked about Halloween, which was, uh, like, six months ago, and we've talked about mid- And will be in six we've months. <laughs> summer, which was the movie of the summer eight months ago. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, listen, I'm behind the times, okay? Should we talk about stuff that's happening this week? Oh, Twitch Blood, um, horror movie, bitch media, The Hole in the Drowned was a great movie. Oh, yeah. And it's as scary as it sounds. And it does feature, actually, I won't spoil it, but it does have a creepy child in it. <laughs> <gasps> Where can you watch it? Uh, I think we got it on the PlayStation Store. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it was like $4 rental PlayStation store. <laughs> PlayStation heads in the audience. Yeah. I hate horror movies with like wells or holes in the ground and also creepy children. I knew it was going to be horrifying based on the name, the hole in the ground. It's like, first of all, it's like, just don't go looking because you'll find things. Don't lurk and get hurt, right? Don't extravate. Yeah, exactly. Monsters. Just like don't don't find out. <laughs> yeah, never look. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that my cousin owned a farmhouse near Kingston that had a well in the basement? No, that's so scary. Yeah, like a well in an unfinished basement. It was very like the ring. Uh. Yeah. There's this house that's like. Okay, if you if you don't know where like my stepdad's from, you like you drive along this highway and there's like this house where apparently like a guy murdered his whole family in it. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's spooky to drive past it. I don't know if that's true, but apparently someone lost their mind and murdered their whole family in it. Unless my mom's a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you never know. Hard to say. Did I did I ever tell you that there's a um, cemetery near, like, where my parents are from? That's all my like dad's side of the family, but like, like it's all just like wooden crosses from the 19th century. Oh, that's so horrifying. Yeah, and it's, like, only people from my dad's side of the family. It's, like, really scary looking. That's, like, one of your horcruxes is probably in there. Oh, probably. You know, like, if you became a monster somehow, the protagonist of the horror movie would have to go to that graveyard to get a piece of, like, a wooden cross to kill you with. Probably, yeah. They'd have to find the graveyard first. It's pretty hard to find, so good luck. Yeah, that's what's kind of sick about being mixed is, like, there's no art artifacts <laughs> that you can specifically kill me with. I can't believe your family's been here <laughs> since the 19th century. Um, yeah. On your dad's My side? family's... Yeah, from my, on my dad's side, like, the lineage on that side goes back to, like, um colonial like colonization wow like i can track it all the way Mayf- back so that's mayflower a awful no 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 yeah whatever. mayflower asses <laughs> who we, cares my like <laughs> I, yeah whatever hey this this podcast is literally reconciliation <laughs> too true basically this podcast is racism is over everybody <laughs> it's over guys i'm sorry for what the french people did <laughs> at least it's the at least it's the french side of my family <laughs> oh my god uh, we say this every podcast but i live in Tibet, um and the, 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 the <laughs> cops are being so fashy here 
lately. Oh, really? Yeah, they're just driving slowly past people that are, like, doing anything on the street. You know, friend mm. friend of the pod, Maddie, keeps getting stopped for, you know, not hanging out with other people, just, like, being outside on the street. Wow, really? Yeah. Man, maybe I, maybe I do, uh benefit from male privilege because there's like cops everywhere downtown in ottawa too mm-hmm. and i haven't been stopped once and i go like walking around for hours a day because i have nothing else to do that's good i haven't i haven't been stopped yet but i've been thinking about carrying a reusable grocery bag with me <laughs> they don't let you bring reusable grocery bags into stores though oh fuck so then i yeah. guess i could always be like i'm going to the grocery store and they could be like which one and i'd be like any of them <laughs> Yeah, the one that isn't busy. Yeah. Whichever one has to give me a ride or... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You just have to have, like, a reason, you know? People just aren't... They get scared. Yeah, I mean, like, just wanting to go for a walk outside should be sufficient reason, in my opinion. But uh, we did... We were standing under Maddie's window the other day, yelling up and down to each other. Did you get, did anything happen? Like, did you get stopped? No, we were okay. A cop just kept driving past us really slowly. But I was like, we're literally doing some Rapunzel shit here. Calm down. <laughs> I promise it's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Speaking of people who are breaking the rules, Tom Brady of the, formerly of the New England Patriots, got busted um, for working out in a park in Tampa. I don't know. <laughs> like, what? How, did he get t- ticketed or fined? Or? Yeah, so I don't know if he actually got ticketed or fined, but he got stopped by the police. I, I okay. imagine he, he might not have, because he's, like, rich and famous. But... Um, he was definitely stopped, and I honestly, I have to say, I think this is the most ridiculous thing ever, because it's like, why would you work out in a park when you're literally a professional athlete? You're Yeah, like, doesn't he have access to a private gym or something? A private gym, or he at least has the money and, uh, like, the pathways to install a super great home gym. Yeah, that's so confusing. Or if his thing is that it's outside, he could literally build a home gym in his yard, which is probably like two acres. I just feel like he has other options. Like, what the heck? Every other option. Every other option. And also because he's a professional athlete, there are people who literally have vested interests in him staying in shape. So I'm sure if he reached out to somebody from the organization or like anyone else who was affiliated with like, his athletic career and was like, hey, I need to stay in shape, but, like, because of the situation, they would hook it up. Yeah, it seems like he just didn't really reach out to anybody in his network for a solution. Like... (laughs) It's gotta just be stubbornness or something. So stupid. You know, that is someone who's probably... People who are probably suffering right now is, like, weird guys who always work out on like the monkey bars and stuff at parks oh yeah people that do weird like um almost like crossfit but 
just like at a park. Yeah, I guess there's always one of those guys. Calisthenics or something. Maybe yeah, like flags and like weird handstandy stuff on body weight type stuff. Not that it's not cool. It's just it just looks weird. <laughs> yeah, they must be like just. I don't know, installing monkey bars in their house or something, maybe? Honestly, those guys knew what was up, because, like, they always, now they're, like, especially prepared to, like, work out without equipment, I guess. They're just, like, in their houses doing handstand push-ups or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) My friend ordered a chin-up bar, and it didn't fit in his door. I thought about ordering one, but I don't want to get one, and then it doesn't hold 260 pounds, and then (laughs) there's just a hole in the door and a severely injured mic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not worth it. That would be like, it would be like the adult version of me as a baby being on one of those jolly jumpers and flipping upside down and hitting my head. Yeah, it just seems like a recipe for disaster. I didn't, tr- I wasn't sure if I could like trust reviews. You know, yeah, what I, mean? I wouldn't, I don't know. It seems unsafe, honestly. For anyone. For anyone. Also, I mean, like, uh, totally besides the point, but like, don't worry about whether or not I, I got a pull up bar because I could like definitely do a pull up if I had one. Um. <laughs> yeah, like, you, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That has nothing to do with me not getting one. (laughs) It's not not about that. It's about safety. I definitely do a (laughs) pull-up. New character, character. guy that definitely knows how to work out. (laughs) Guy who could definitely swallow like 400 pounds right now if gyms gyms were open. (laughs) If only they were open. Oh, no. Guess I'll just have to do like ten bodyweight squats and call it a day. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I wonder what other celebrities are like ba- breaking basic rules that we've all been uh, had enforced on us. Well, like apparently Kylie Jenner's been out because people have been taking pictures of her. Yeah, that's true. People took. Pictures that were supposed to be really unflattering of her. I think she looked exactly like what I would expect her to look like without makeup. Yeah, she just didn't have makeup on. She's like 21. Yeah. Obviously, that's what she looks like when she's buying a bag of chips from a gas station or something. Yeah, like, I guess people were just clowning on her because she does pretty, like, kind of like, um race bending makeup like she tries to look black or whatever she black fishes yeah yeah black fishes i guess that's what the term is but um she looked like i expected her to for sure i think that like definitely like the kardashians are guilty of a lot of cultural appropriation like i know they've worn um like braids and stuff and they've definitely benefited off um things that you know black women are punished for culturally but i don't think it's that crazy for i guess kylie jenner is actually white i was gonna say like the older kardashians are half armenian like i don't think they're really like 
I don't think that if their skin is dark or they're fake tanning or whatever, they have dark hair. I don't think that they're like blackfishing by doing that specifically. No. Um, but I, I guess I keep forgetting that Kylie Jenner is 100% white because she is a different dad. <laughs> Yeah, Kylie and Kendall are both. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know where the um discourse stands on Armenians. They're vaguely Middle Eastern. Okay. I think. <laughs> like if All you I met know... an Armenian person, I think you would expect them to be tan. Okay. Remember I had an Armenian teacher, but he was like French Armenian, so it's like different. <laughs> Remember my dream that I was telling you about from the other night? When <laughs> yeah. I met my family and all their boyfriends and girlfriends were had dark curly hair like Mike. And I was like, what is going on here? And he's like, don't worry about it. They're all Armenian. <laughs> and you were like, what the what? fuck am I supposed am to I be? Am I supposed to be Armenian? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'd be completely, I'd be completely wrong. Honestly, but let's do race science on the podcast anyways. <laughs> Why not, right? I just, like, I feel bad. Like, I know I never feel bad for celebrities because they're, like, rich and famous and blah, blah, blah. They sign, like, their lives are easy and they sign up for public scrutiny, etc. But it's, like, that's just what women look like when they buy chips at the gas station. That's what any yeah. woman looks like when she buys chips at the gas station. Like, that isn't about Kylie Jenner specifically. It's about the fact that, like, every woman gets, like, scrutinized like that for just, like, going out without wearing makeup. Yeah, and it's, like, exhausting. Obviously, it would be impossible to look, you know, fully made up, dressed up, high heels, fucking hairstyled, photoshopped all the time. No one could look like that anyways, but also, like... Why should people have to? We're just all in our fucking houses right now. Like, be ugly. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, be free. Do whatever you want. Don't shave or do. Who cares? That's a thing everybody's talking about. I need to figure out when this... I know no one knows when it, it's gonna end, but I gotta figure out when this thing's gonna end to figure out if I can just eat cookies all summer or not. <laughs> <laughs> I got a plan. It's I gotta make some like, plans. Am I losing ten pounds or am I staying exactly where I am? Because it's like <laughs> I gotta do a gotta see a man about some cookies. <laughs> I re- I really I really do, <laughs> dude. I could eat the whole. I'm jealous of her convenience store chips. Also, I could eat a whole convenience store lately. I'm so hungry. Oh yeah. I, uh, fuck, I want some cookies, honestly, now that you said that. This is a problem. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, it's actually, right. I bet gluten-free flour isn't selling out, is it? Um, it is, actually. Really? Yeah, people are having trouble. Which is, like, annoying, because I'm like, why are you people buying gluten-free flour? Like, please leave it alone. Maybe people are doing shit like me, where it's, like, I'm, like, doodling recipes for weird types of flour, but not the gluten-free stuff. I was thinking about making some shit with buckwheat. I guess that is gluten-free. Yeah. Buckwheat's, like, a pretty good flour, though. You can make good pancakes with it. Yeah, I was thinking about making pancakes or, like, soba, like, Asian buckwheat noodles. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. (laughs) I'm just... I know, like, I'm happy that people 
or like obtaining hobbies and like learning to be more self-sufficient and like if people come out of this knowing how to cook obviously that's better for everybody on the whole but it's annoying that like my pre-quarantine hobby has kind of been robbed for me because I was always cooking and baking before not that I mean like I need to be special because that's my thing or whatever I just mean I literally can't find flour now yeah you don't you're not you don't have the tools to do it because other people are hoarding no it's like if people were like it's like if you everyone started doing yoga in quarantine and somebody you were always did yoga and then somebody came into your house and stole your fucking mat (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Then it would be... That's a, a good comparison. You'd be like, fine, I guess I'll use the carpet, but it's not going to be the same. <laughs> it's like how everybody's starting podcasts. Yes. And there, we all know there's a shortage of listenable hours that people have in exactly. their day. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I've been actually listening to a lot of podcasts. No, yeah. I don't think there's any shortage of uh, audience for people no definitely not and people are probably more parasocial than ever right now yeah why not right yeah definitely and also this is a great excuse for me to feel like i'm hanging out with my friends sort of yeah so (laughs) i understand the appeal definitely it's like my my weekly my weekly facetime with my mom wasn't cutting it you know i needed needed a little bit extra socialization (laughs) FaceTiming is so exhausting. Yeah. I I don't know. Like, it depends on how long you're going to be there. You know, like, I'll, I'll hold I, my phone if it's my mom. If it, it was, like, if it was someone I was going to have to FaceTime for longer, you got to, like, find something to rest your phone against. Yeah, like, I can only do it for 15 or 20 minutes at a time with most people. Yeah. Like, my sister always wants to call me, but then it's like, she doesn't really have anything to say, and it's just like, okay, like... That's the worst. 20 20 minutes is good then, you know? She doesn't have anything to say. She's like, so, what's up with you? Oh. Well, like, I don't have anything to say either, you you know? Yeah. There's nothing to say. Like, I don't know. (laughs) That's weird. I mean, I... My my siblings are, are boys, so I don't have to worry about them wanting to talk to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm Thank very, God. I'm very close with my brothers, but take it on authority. They will never FaceTime me. <laughs> Thank God. If I wanted to talk to any of my brothers, I'd have to, like, pretend to be Mike and log into, like, PlayStation chat or something. <laughs> <laughs> It's so weird, like, who decides, like, who is deciding that they're friends with you right now in quarantine. Like, people that I, like, never talk to are, like, trying to talk. And I'm like, I don't want to. I don't have time for this. I am really happy, actually. The only people who I've been talking to are people who are, like, actually my friends. You know what I mean? And only, And those are the only people who have been talking to me and, like... My friends who I've known for, like, a long time who I don't talk to very often have been, like, sending me some more messages, which is nice. 
That's nice, um, yeah. Because, like, don't get me wrong, like, I'll never send them a message, you know? Um, but it's nice no, of, of course not. to find, <laughs> find the time in, in their days. Not one comedian has messaged me, and I know that they're talking to each other, and I know that I don't talk to any comedians, but I'm so used to just seeing them. You know what I mean? That it kind of hurts my feelings. Yeah. Does that mean sense? I did, not that I want them to talk to me. But, like, I know they talk to each other. So I'm like, why can't David Haddad send me a nice message? <laughs> None of them have mes- messaged me either, except for her, and she doesn't really count. No, I know. But then Jen Whiteford will post that, like, she's playing, like, Scrabble with, like, Andrew Womble, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'd play Scrabble. I'd beat him I at Scrabble. I'd play Scrabble. <laughs> You guys never think. Come on. You guys never think maybe Ev wants to play some Strabble. They think you can't read. Uh, that harmful rumor that I spread about myself for the last three years. Fuck. <laughs> All in elaborate ruse for me to drop a, a book podcast. <laughs> Should we talk about another harmful rumor? Yes, yes. What rumor? So there's a rumor that um, Kim Jong-un of North Korea is functionally brain dead because he's missed a number of important events and televised kind of conferences lately. Mm -hmm. But um, nobody will confirm it and nobody really actually knows where he is. So I saw this on Twitter yesterday. People were talking about him being brain dead and then I looked it up and it's like, total just like a rumor and there's no like kind of explanation for what people think happened to him i guess he's been kind of sick for a while Mm -hmm. but it's very very mysterious functionally brain dead as opposed to just like normal politician amounts of brain dead exactly he's doing brain dead (laughs) and then disappearing it's very joe biden of him it's very cool. <laughs> very trendy amongst politicians right God, now. God, I wish that were me. The thing is, like, <laughs> going brain dead and then disappearing. Yeah. Total duels. It's too bad we're not allowed to leave the city right now. I'd love to just disappear into the woods for a few months. Um, There's, like, I understand to an extent, like, if you need to tamp things down... If, like, a world leader, like, is getting really sick or, like, died or is about to die because, like, it can cause huge, like, political or, like, economic unrest. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sure... I'm certain that there's something going on with him because a rumor like that wouldn't start yeah. if there wasn't. But... I, I just wonder what also, the deal is. Also, if he does recover, like with the like regime that they have in North Korea, I think it would really be really bad for his image if he admitted to any form of like fragility. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they wouldn't <clears throat> want people to know that it was that no, serious. Like, of course. I just recently watched. Actually, this is another plug. I just recently watched Death of Stalin on Netflix. It's a comedy. It's very funny. Okay. Yeah, it's really funny. It has oh, a lot I've never of, heard of it. Uh, it has like Steve Buscemi and Jeffrey Tambor and uh, a bunch of other people in it. It's really funny. Um, but 
cool. They basically, uh, Stalin dies in the beginning, and the whole movie is about them kind of scrambling to first cover it up and then like spin it in a PR way and then like decide what to do uh, in like the aftermath of his death huh. and like how to like elect a new committee or like a new leader or whatever. Um, and it, it was, it's a funny movie, but it's like definitely super based in real events. And it's like with Kim Jong and the exact same thing would happen. It's like, oh, well, we were already on track to do like all of these things. We already had all these rules. It's like, is someone else going to come in and just continue on the track that they were previously on? Or are there going to be like sweeping changes? Because there's already going to be political unrest. And also like in a lot of places like this, people are like genuinely really sad when leaders die because it's like, there's there's so much like (laughs) i don't want to say brainwashing but there's so much like being forced to basically say like i love the supreme leader yeah like it's it's very intense right because that's the only yeah definitely people will cry about him dying for sure oh yeah yeah it's gonna be I don't know. It's just such a, a yeah, weird time for I it as well. I think we should just you know? bust it open. Where's Joe Biden? Where's Trump, King John? And did Justin Trudeau have COVID? The people need answers. Tell us the answers. If anyone from uh, <laughs> QAnon is listening. just a th- I don't even care if it's true us. at this point. I just want a theory <laughs> to go off, you know? Please, anything to play Something, yeah. Um... Should we talk briefly about the, the shooting? Okay. Yeah, so I guess there so. was an active shooter in Canada this past month in Nova Scotia. Um, so one of the eastern provinces in Atlantic mm-hmm. Canada. I used to live in Nova Scotia actually in Halifax, which is like the larger city. Um, but this was kind of in the surrounding kind of rural areas as far as I'm aware. So in, um, like, Port-a-Peak and DeBert and Milford and Enfield. Me too. Okay, I've heard of Enfield before. The other yeah, names I wasn't familiar I, with. As far as I understand, that's kind of, like, northern Nova Scotia. Yeah. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. More so isolated. So this guy basically drove around and uh, he ended up shooting 22 people. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's really sad. Like, it's always horrible mm-hmm. when something like that happens. And, um... It sucks, especially, I find, because people, a lot of people are twisting it to try and push for ending quarantine (laughs) due to people's mental health, which is, like, wild. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, the situation that we're in now is exacerbating anyone's poor mental health. 
if they're already in that condition. Obviously, it's a mm-hmm. completely new situation. It's stressful. People are cut off from their support networks and people are like being denied the routine of, you know, their jobs or their gyms or the rituals that they have for attending like social places. Um, and also, like, a lot of people are not in great financial situations, although in Canada, obviously, we have the CERB, which is um, accounting for a lot of that. But mm-hmm. situations like this, like, this is a freak incident. You know, like, you don't end up in quarantine and go so crazy in 30 days that you go from being completely fine to being an active shooter. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, whenever something like this happens, there's always a converse. Well, not always. When something like this happens and the person is white, I should say, there's always a conversation about <laughs> mental health. Yeah. Um, and it's just <laughs> like, it's really shitty for people that are mentally ill as well, because it makes it seem like anybody who's mentally ill has like a predisposition to violent crime, you know? Yeah, like, there's one strain tethering every mentally ill person to not shooting up a stool or something. And and then (laughs) a stressful situation just, like, stretches that strain and then it just breaks. You know, it's like, um, what was it? There was a shooting in Ohio, right? And the guy was kind of a poster on left Twitter. He was like a warrior. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was that the eco-fascist guy or was that the other one? The eco-fascist guy? Oh, right. Okay, yeah, the other guy who was the leftist Twitter guy. Yeah. Um, Sort of. He, because everyone was checking to see if they had mutuals with him. I remember when that happened everyone was like oh did he like go through a breakup or something which is such a crazy thing to say it's like oh this guy's always been like medium crazy but like what put him over the yeah edge? exactly <laughs> and it's like it really foists the responsibility of like someone making a choice like that onto other people or other circumstances and it just feels like irresponsible to use this as like an example of how quarantine is affecting people's mental health because if we're having any conversation mm-hmm. about mental health in quarantine it really should be a larger conversation about the state of our healthcare system in general definitely and it doesn't have to be for us to have a conversation about mental health that stems out of like problems that people are having in quarantine it doesn't have to be something this like no. extreme People are super men- mentally ill and they're just like not getting out of bed because they don't literally don't have to exactly. go to work. Exactly, there's now. no reason to, right? Or you know, like it doesn't have to be something like this. And I I hate that <clears throat> the the default, like you said, when the the perpetrator is like a white male is to be like, well, what else was going on? With yeah, it's them? like, oh, well, like. It's not just like, oh, this is a a freak accident, you know? Like, I don't know. I just feel like people should do more research into the psychology of a of a mass shooter, you know, because it's obviously a very specific 
mental illness <laughs> to do something like that. Yeah, definitely. One thing that was kind of interesting about this case was at first I thought he might be a police officer because as details were coming out, he did impersonate a yeah. police officer. And they said that one of the people who um, was shot was uh, an RCMP mm-hmm. officer. And um, I was like, oh, fuck, was he an RCMP officer? Um, but it just turns out that a lot of these guys love to impersonate authority right, figures. Yeah, so that was why people were kind of confused. He obviously had it planned out very mm-hmm. well. Um, I just, I feel so bad yeah. for everybody who is affected by this on top of everything else that's already going on. Absolutely. And I am like, every time something like this happens, I, I just, I try not to, but I always do end up reading like the comments of like a cbc.ca oh, yeah. article. And it's all just people being like, why did you try to take him into custody? Like shoot him dead. He didn't think twice before he shot people. It's like, not to side with the cops, but it's like, their job literally is to try and take him in not dead. Yeah, and like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand, like, the the logic of, like, your average, like, conservative who's logging into cbc.ca, it's always conservatives, to just fucking blow up in the comments every time anything happens and the comments are always so racist they're so like completely ignorant yeah they always feel the need to write the comments it's weird eh it's like people with reasonable opinions don't feel the need to go on on online tirade yeah it's like bad reviews you know, can you really trust them? Because people don't rate reviews when something's, like, okay. Yeah, if like, they just have nothing it. to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, it's like, people who, who think that they're really, like, opinion leaders, uh, which is a mental <laughs> illness in and of itself, are the people who are, like, logging into cbc.ca and being like, people, the nation, who are, will be reading this article to try and figure out what kind of mass tragedy happened in our great country need to know what dawn from you know fucking charlottetown things yeah i always like i just don't think that there should ever be any other conversations around stuff like this other than gun control mental health and um like terrorism related conversations Including, like, homegrown domestic white terrorism, obviously. Yeah, Those are really the only appropriate talking points with any situation like this, unless you're wanting to turn the victims of a crime into, like, you know, figureheads for whatever cause you're trying to push, whatever agenda you have. It makes me ill to think that, like... People, like, I say people, but I mean libertarians, are, um, like, angling the the death or the injury of 22 people towards ending the lockdown. Yeah, that's really awful. Like, this is just another tool in your belt 
towards your like ultimate goal, which is to have the lockdown ended because you um, think you understand rights and freedoms, but you really, at the end of the day, just don't understand epidemiology. That's the thing is, it's like you obviously don't care about people at all. Yeah, I had some dry fucking bothering me on Twitter yesterday being like, uh, maybe libertarians do understand epidemiology. Personal freedom is is worth any risk. And it's like, you're not only risking your own life by like breaking the quarantine. You're risking the continued propagation of a disease. And it doesn't matter if you get sick or not. Other people are going to get sick and die. Yeah, and they're not making that choice. Like, your choice is affecting other people. The more people that get sick and die, the more likely that you are to get sick and die. And the only way to stop that is to stay in your fucking house. So stay in your house. And (laughs) grow up and quit being a big fucking baby. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. They don't get it. They never will. No, it's like, oh, my God, there's just a lot of really huge brain tapes around ending the lockdown. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. (laughs) Should we talk about the internet? The internet? The internet. The internet. Okay. Do you have a beef this week? I do have a beef this week. It's a classic beef. I feel like it's a topic of discussion (laughs) that comes up online every couple months. Mm-hmm. Do butch women have toxic masculinity? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do they, Sophie? Educate me, please. Well, I guess I don't know. Like, I feel like the term toxic masculinity is so like vague. Yeah. Um. But to me, that's like um something that's created by like. structural like benefit right so like if men have like an easier time existing in the world right the socialization of men and boys yeah so i would say no women would naturally (laughs) i would say that they don't and that you can talk about people's individual issues without saying that everybody's like that yeah, and you don't, you can, dis, you can describe what you think you are, you can describe what you think is going on with somebody without having to, like, fit the mold of a form that applies to a completely different group, right? Yeah. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't, you can, like, okay, if you want to examine, for example, like, I don't know, problematic behaviors or tendencies that are, like, for example, prevalent in the Bush community yeah like i don't know for example why can't you just examine that without doing the really tired stupid thing of implying that butch women are just small men that's the thing is it's like you can have these (laughs) conversations while acknowledging that like the same societal pressures that cause other people to exhibit problematic behaviors can affect gay people Without being mm-hmm. like, oh, butch women are just men. Yeah. And then it's like, are, are like men subjected to this sort of thing? You know what I mean? Like, are super macho 
men in like the gay community accused of toxic masculinity are like twink guys accused of like toxic femininity <laughs> yeah like where does it end right you know like I mean? you where can't does just <laughs> do we you know like are we we not investigating um kind of like expanding our vocabulary and like finding new ways to talk about things that bother us without needing to shoehorn everything that you don't like into one concrete category because they're sort of similar in your brain they're similar yes you know like it <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense and i'm i feel like i see this topic online every couple months and it's just like how does it keep coming up over and over and over again uh i don't know small brain no thank you i guess yeah that's what it is <laughs> i'm sorry that's so silly it's just silly yeah I'm, oh i want to know like what are the specific complaints that they have that they're filing under toxic masculinity um like womanizing behavior or something like that? Yeah, like just like being aggressive and womanizing behavior, I guess, being generally broy. I don't know. To me, that's so silly as like a heterosexual woman who's aggressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Would anyone say that I have toxic masculinity? No, no obviously it doesn't make not. Sense. So what you're saying is that you think butch women are men. Yeah, that is what they're saying. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Because it's like, why don't you just say that somebody is aggressive? If that's, if that's what you want to say. Why do you have to add like Because a, they know that that like, sounds homophobic. Yeah. So they're hiding it in other language. Well. They're making it more homophobic. <laughs> yeah. In a more woke way. They thought they were being less homophobic, but joke's on you. You're still just saying that butch women are essentially ag- men and are aggressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulations. Ooh. Do you have a beef this week? I do. I have a small beef. All right. Um, I made a joke today about um <laughs> like when a guy tells you that I psychedelics changed his life and I'm like I wonder what he's doing differently at his little engineering job now or whatever. Oh yeah, I saw that. And engineers who do psychedelics lost their mind. Or just engineers or just guys that do psychedelics. I don't know. I was like I don't even mind stirring the pot, but, like, I definitely haven't been very controversial lately, but I just didn't even know that this was going to be a big take. Yeah, you didn't realize? Absolutely not. I thought I was just making a little joke. They're like, first Um, of all, I would never be an engineer. First of all, I'm an urban planner. Like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, a guy did say that. I love that. (laughs) Um, but guys are coming in my mentions being like, this is mean. And it's like, to who? Okay, what? Engineers who do psychedelics? Who don't understand jokes? I was like, no, it's not. And then (laughs) people were coming into my DMs. Fuck, I'm like being like, 
I can't believe that you would uh, you would shoot down other workers who are just trying to get by. I was like, do not give me other workers bullshit about engineers. They all make more than $80,000 a year. Yeah. Like, I'm not shooting down workers. And people are like, oh, you're defining people. It's so shitty to define people by just their job. I was like, no one goes like, oh, that guy? He's just an engineer. Yeah, nobody says that. Like, people don't <laughs> shit on engineers. Engineers are proud to define themselves by their jobs. They wear their little gay fucking pinky rings all over the world, letting people know that they're engineers. Yeah, it's a job that people are taught to be, like, proud of, right? Yeah, they're proud of it until I, I made a little a little joke, and then all of Reddit is going crazy, because I said psychedelics are stupid. <laughs> You really got him. Yeah, a big blow to the Cardo shorts community, I guess. Oh my god. Fuck the the five finger toe shoes community. Oh, really those are the worst. About this one. <laughs> I just hate guys that are like. What started this real hatred was that. Um, somebody did a post that was like, "Does everybody on left Twitter do a lot of drugs?" Okay. And I was like. No. <laughs> Just literally like a shit ton of sober people follow me. Yeah. I was like, no, a lot of people on left Twitter are sober, including myself. And some guy was like, I just think Everett, uh, I just think you wouldn't have to be sober if you just like tripped. I was like, okay. I'm not going to trip, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm not going to fucking trip. And then people are like, you would understand. You would understand what's different about their engineering jobs if you just tried it. And it's like, oh my god, why are you acting like people who do psychedelics and engineers are the most oppressed classes of all time now? And then guys are like, it helped me work through my trauma. It stopped me from killing myself. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like I literally, like, congratulations. Like that's great. But I'm really just making a joke. Yeah, like, it's really not that serious. I don't know. People who do, like, psychedelics, I think, are so, like, um, uh, defensive about it. Yeah, well, guys are like, oh, I didn't know be I didn't know it was cool to make people's job their whole identity. I was like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who make doing psychedelics their whole identity. Yeah, like, that's what I'm talking about here. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, it's just a mess. I know. It's just like, listen, one time someone did shrooms and then spilled an entire two liter of grape crush in the backseat of my car. And that was trauma. Like, since <laughs> And I was traumatized, which is what these people don't understand. And no, I won't just trip about it. <laughs> Just trip about it, bro. Someone with, like, more followers than me quote tweeted me about it. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. Now you're going to make me kill myself. <laughs> then what? Then what? Then what's going to happen? I couldn't even get shrooms right now if I wanted to. <laughs> I did honestly try to do shrooms once, but it was just in an evening where I was just taking anything that people were handing to me. Right. So probably I was just on too much stuff to parse out what was or wasn't shrooms, and they might have been old. Yeah, that doesn't so count. I actually did do something. No, I'm kidding. Jesus. <laughs> that was actually um, on 
St. Patrick's Day 2013, maybe. Nice. Yeah. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Nothing says St. Patrick's Day like shrooms in a teacup. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I always say. Okay, should we move on? Yeah. Okay, it's time for Dumb Dumb Bitch bitch of the Week. Of the Week. Oh, that was really tough. We were close. We're really close. Okay. All right, give it to me. Okay, I have... Sorry, I have to find it. (laughs) It's in my Instagram comments. Okay, so that guy who sent me a dick pic last week and then said he had a dream about me? Yeah. Okay, this week he commented on one of my Instagram pictures that's 47 weeks old. Okay, good. And he said, your tweet about the old lady upstairs getting railed, dot, 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 that was a sexy tweet. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Great. Thanks, man. Also, I'll just read his, uh, I'll just read his bio for... Yeah, read the bio. shits and diddles. His bio is fitness junkie, dancy, dancer, and licensed massage therapist. Love to travel. Based in California and Vegas. Hashtag the lifestyle. Hashtag USA. American flag. Jesus. Let's see if he sent me a message on Twitter, too. Uh, he did, but it's not. It's just... It's like a hay. Something gr- gross about my lips. Ugh. I'm not reading it. <laughs> actually, I'm dissolving my lip fillers after reading it. <laughs> They're actually going away. <laughs> They're going away. <laughs> All right. All right. Should we do tweets of the week? Yeah, I have one. Okay. Go ahead. My tweet of the week is from at threat3x. Okay. Okay. I don't struggle with anxiety. It actually comes very easy to me. (laughs) It's relatable. It's good. (laughs) Good, good tweet on theme this week. Um, my tweet is from Flower Guardian. Okay. Friend of the pod, Rose. And she said, I want to be rich enough that left left Twitter tries to cancel me while others say, oh, so you can't be a leftist and own a ranch for hunting the world's most dangerous game, man? Oh my God. Hey, you (laughs) love that book. (laughs) I love I, I <laughs> DBM like drinking game slash whatever. Take a sip of your Latois if you don't drink. Um, <laughs> every time I mention, I say the most dangerous thing. <laughs> Class, that's like a tweet design for you. Um, because it's about <laughs> being a leftist who is so rich they own a ranch for hunting the most dangerous game. Yeah. <laughs> It's perfect. I just have goals. 
Oh, fuck. Can I read one more? Yeah, read one more. Okay, because this one was, I feel like, was actually designed for me. Okay. Um, hold up. Yeah. Okay, so my second tweet of the week is from June underscore last name. Okay. Um, a listener, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she said, my toxic trait, I don't know, is believing women toxic. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That one was designed for you also. Oh, God. I think this is at least the second time I've had a tweet of the week about believing women. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Bid, uh, bid week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you have anything else? No, that's it. Uh, yeah, so this podcast will be coming out this week. I'm not going to say which day, because I'm going to edit it, <laughs> and I don't want to set myself to a hard deadline. <laughs> hey, valid. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're going to put out some more uh, some more bonus content here before the end of the month yeah. as well. We're going to do an episode together, and then we're each also going to do a bonus episode alone. That's right by ourselves all right thanks everyone for listening bye guys have a fantastic week